Hello and welcome to Go Poster Jumpers. It's been a while, what with us being on holiday and having a gagging order placed on us by Paul Jewell. But we're back and have some exciting episodes coming soon and an even more exciting guest. Talking of guests, here's a throwback to when former Hull, Stoke, Cardiff and Preston striker and notorious funny man John Parkin came on the show. Enjoy. Paul Jewell sex tape. No. Yes. Paul Jewell sex tape. Ah, I got a headache. That sounds ah. like that sounds like uh, ah. City fans to you. I just laughed really hard. Ex-Man United goalkeeper Gary Bailey was once forced to deny rumours that he had no penis <laughs> after an Irish journalist. Entails. We're just getting an insight into Baker's uh, internet brand. No, 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 no. Do you want me to, do you want me to, no, 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 do you want me to tell you which one it is? Right, if anyone's listened to this and they think, oh, yeah, that's got to be true, you're mental. Dale Winton, oh my god. <laughs> you look like you've aged five years since you first started this podcast. Carlsberg is the greatest Carling Cup finalist. If of you, the last 15 years. If you tip too much beer over your head, you could turn into an ironing board. Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer once farted in a crematorium. Norwegian people sellotape salmons to their penises every Tuesday. Penises? Every Tuesday. <laughs> that counts as a laugh. It might do. Yeah. Right, that's two weeks in a row. I mean, now, how quick I've was that? Laugh. I, I want to have another go. Can we have one more go? No, no, no. No, no, I feel like my voice has warmed up. Welcome to Go Post the Jumpers podcast, as seen on TV. Are we on TV? Well, I played uh, our podcast through my smart TV the other day counts. on Spotify. That counts. So we were on TV, mate. Get you know, in. We have made it. Yeah, welcome, welcome, welcome. So this week we've got a, a lot fun of things. filled, action packed feature. Rammed podcast. It's a great one. It's a great one. But I want to first start off with a prize giveaway. Go with your question. So, yeah, we, as you know, we do a prize giveaway every now and then. We just want to very quickly give a shout out to a few people that, um, special mention to a few people that entered last week. I'm going to read out a few names. Sorry if we didn't read you out, but there's there was loads of you. We've got Preds. We've got LUFC underscore Scales. We've got Lucas Richards, Kian Simo, Ollie Taylor, Alzio 4 Big Aluminium, Soccer Sam, Christian Clinton, Luca Garzi, Max Mansell, Pacey Northwest, Alex Williams, Bruce, Mark Hunter, Ben Hamilton, Joe Hughes, Porridge, Jay Smith, and James Duncan. Thanks for all. Uh, Thank thanks you. all of you for entering. Um, this week we've got a different question. We've got a different giveaway, but it's the same prize. So we've got. A free cabbage. A free cabbage. No. This week's giveaway is another 2,200 FIFA points. It's a nice, easy question this Get time. In. All you have to do to be in with a chance to win What's is the question? answer this simple question. Our guest this episode, John Parkin, once played for Cardiff City. True or false? We have a guest this week. It's that easy. John Parkin played for Cardiff City. True or false? Uh, to enter, just make sure you follow our Instagram page at goalposts number four jumpers and DM us the answer. Yeah, just literally direct message us the answer. It's as simple as that. Did you say we have a guest this week? We have a guest this week. Mm, bit of dramatic, dramatic irony there because I already know that. We have John Parkin, John an Parkin. actual professional footballer coming on our show. <sighs> yeah, it's good, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's great. Good. What have we been up to this week, anyway, mate? This week, uh, we've been interviewing John Parkin. Yeah, apart from the podcast. Apart from the podcast, we've been working nine to five. Yeah. What a way to make a living. And we have been giving prizes away, apparently. You say we, but that's you. We've all been giving away prizes. Um, So, up and coming in this episode, we've got... You could ask me. No, like, uh, just ask me. I, you know this. I no, never just ask, ask you, me how, you how I am. Uh, how are you uh, doing? What have you done this week? Well, I went to see. That's interesting. Um, so we've got uh, up this week. We've got we've got we've got football scoop. We've got twat list. We've got uh, two lies and a truth. And we will be asking John Parkin to get involved. He's involved in our two lies and a truth this week. Um, Baker went to see Fleetwood Mac and is desperate to talk about it. No, don't worry about it. <laughs> Right, what's our top five this week? Right, our top five this week is top five football beasts. Top five football beasts. So when I say top five football beasts, what comes to mind to you? And what, look, let's just start it off. This is the top five feature right now. We're getting straight into it. Yeah. What do you define as a football beast? A football beast is 
for me either would you I, say Ibrahimovic is a football beast uh, I mean he's a beast in the fact that how good he is no, no, no. but is, is he a beast he in what I'm thinking a football beast no registered trademark copyright no, football no. my beast. football beast would be big yeah. hard men they are an archetypal kind of Footballer, did I just say that word right? Archetypal, yeah, nearly. Okay, um, so your number five and my number five, we've done actually, we've collaborated here, and it is both our top fives. Stop collaborating, listen. It is number five, kick it off, Hulk, absolute beast. I mean, the, I feel like the name Hulk is more of a beast than he is, maybe. I think people will know as we go further into this list what we mean by a football beast, yeah, and Hulk. You know, he's obviously an incredible footballer. Is a he? Football no, beast no, no. Isn't particularly a mainstream footballer. It's a certain kind of footballer. Why do is, you not think is he's he an incre- incredible footballer? Well, he was. Yeah, he's definitely very talented. He's very talented, but I don't think. In, I just. I mean, look at the uh, probably the most frustrating the rest on the list, mate. The fr- <laughs> well, yeah, in comparison, <laughs> but I think he's probably the most frustrating player I've ever had to watch. Okay. He's the greediest footballer I've ever had to watch. Um, and what's he doing now? He's in Shanghai. His best achievement is probably the 2000... Was it two, Was it the Olympics silver medal? That's probably his best achievement. Or Copper America, 2013. Hulk. Hulk the footballer. Yeah. I'm sure he's well, done look, He's played that. for Porto. He's played for uh, Zenit. But those are really the only two clubs yeah, of any note. He was incredible at Porto. Right. Yeah, Brazil Olympics, you're right. But he's also played 50 games for Brazil and scored 11 goals. Like, he's... Yeah, um, but Brazil have a weird... I mean, they've got a great squad, don't get me wrong, but they have a weird kind of... A weird way of recruiting players. A Hulk, lot of them are from their home Hulk's country. won the Europa League. He's won the Portuguese League four times. And, you know, he's won the Russian League multiple times. Yeah, but these aren't big Olympic achievements. Olympic medal. He won the Confederations Cup as an individual. He's won Player of the Month pretty much everywhere. Uh, UEFA Champions League Team of the Year 2015. Mm. Football of the Year in Russia. I think I Brazil just, just pick you, weird I think I players. Just you wrong there. I really don't think you have. I, th- I think Brazil pick weird players. A lot of them play in in Brazil nowadays as well. Um, but Hulk was one of those where I think at the time Brazil's number nines. They there wasn't many of them. They're forwards. They were struggling with forwards, and Hulk got in almost as a kind of well, you're the only well-known player. Um. But that's four? for me, yeah. Number four. Number bored four. Of, of talking about Hulk Number now. four. Yeah, sorry. Number four is Wayne Shaw. Do you know who Wayne Shaw is? I know who Wayne Shaw Do you is. Think people listening will know who Wayne Shaw is. Possibly. I he don't went think viral. By name. Wayne Shaw. Essentially, if you don't know the name Wayne Shaw, you'd know the Pie Gate controversy. So Wayne Shaw was an extremely fat footballer, and. <laughs> That's not being mean or anything. You just that's how you describe him. I think it's unfair to call him a footballer. Yeah, it's fair <laughs> to call him fat. Like that's the thing. And you know, early 2017. Let's take you back. Set United, uh, who Shaw played for, managed to bag themselves a big FA Cup game against Arsenal, which they ultimately lost two 0 Basically, during the game, Shaw ate a pie whilst sitting on the bench. So, was he a team player? Was he, was, he in the squad? He was the second goalkeeper. He was in the squad, yeah. Right. So, this sounds innocent, but there were bet insights, Alex, basically offering 8-1 odds on him eating a pie during might the game. Have, might have had a 10 on that. Okay, myself. so, <laughs> if you're Wayne Shaw, you yeah. would probably do that yourself or tell some mates close to you. You know, he's not plus your cash and his mates probably aren't or maybe they are, I'm yeah. not generalising here, but the FA ultimately did investigate it as there were unusual betting patterns. It couldn't have been more obvious. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, uh, Wayne Shaw announced his resignation from Sutton shortly afterwards. Do you know Morrison's, the supermarket chain, yeah. also offered him a gimmick job as a pie oh, taster? Brilliant. You know, it all got out of hand. and Because he resigned, Sutton um, were actually left with one goalkeeper uh, for one of their next games and that goalkeeper got injured so they actually had to play an outfield player in goal no way and Shaw was ultimately charged £375 for breaching betting rules and banned for two months so Wayne Shaw a football beast in the fact he's he's a a giant man because he's a ginormous pie eating fat fuck (laughs) he's He's, pie face yeah and he's also corrupt so he's a corrupt football beast number three number three is a football beast in pretty much a fucking nutcase. It, yeah, 
he is he's so mean much of a machine. So Lock, stock. Mm. Yeah, he is the. He is he more famous for his his acting career than his football career? He's so he's so much of a football beast that he got into Hollywood. Of how much of a football fucking beast he was. It was and is the one and only Vinnie Jones. Vinnie Jones, Captain of Wales. Captain, yeah. Cockney, Captain of Wales. Um, Vinnie Jones. So he's in our number three Has for just be. being an absolute Who bastard. Who can be number two and one now? Because Vinnie Jones was a genuine nutcase. It was like he was on day release every time he played football. Like they opened Strangeways Prison in Manchester and they're like, yeah, Vinnie, uh, you're playing for Wimbledon today, mate. Crack on. And then he... Only arrested twice in his life. Only, only twice, I think. Only I twice. Think. Should have been 50 times. Only twice. I mean, was, there was that one game from memory where he had a yellow card within five seconds of the game kicking off. He, um, he literally just fucking planted his foot through the guy who kicked off. What about the time he grabbed uh, Gazza by the bollocks as well? Yeah. I mean, great. He just embodies kind of the football... What we mean by football beast, we, we can go from hard men, we can go from giant fat pie-eating mm. people. Um, but our, our top two kind of... Are, <laughs> I wouldn't say a mixture of everything, but they are, they are they actual are, true beasts, these they, two. They, they are... S- s- they are such football beasts that they actually call themselves beasts. Well, and the original beast, and I mean, we disagreed slightly in our top two. Yeah, we've done really well. We agreed up until three. So uh, my top two and your top two, shall I say my number two and you say, because it is, we've got the same people, we've just yeah. got them in different order. So yeah. my number two is our guest this week, it is the original Feed the Beast and He Will Score, it's John Parkin. And you say he's the original Feed the Beast on the score, and you put him as number two. So who's, should I say who my number two is? Your now? number two, who my number one is? Adebay Akinfenwa. Akinfenwa. No, the strongest footballer on FIFA, well, actually, until this well, he's, this year, he was the strongest footballer on FIFA so ever. He's, he's so strong, he got offered NFL contracts to play Did American he? football. Yeah, yeah. He's, um, he, do you know, he, he was... The strongest player on FIFA until this year, after the Theo winter Walcott? upgrades. Uh, no, Leon Osmond. No, it was um, Sebastian Haller, centre oh. forward for Frankfurt. Right, I guarantee you, he's not as strong as Akinfenwa right now. No, it's not really. His game. He's not a big giant. No man, he's a big literally athletic like, bloke. But look, I put him as number two because to me, John Parkins, the original beast. Uh, he was a he was I think I, I would say more well known during his career until very recently before Akinfenwa became a brand yeah. and obviously FIFA and the A Sports took him under their wing and you know kind of marketed him. Well, Akinfenwa he's one of those one of those blokes who you see on camera and he looks he looks short, doesn't he? Yeah, he looks small because of how wide he is. Yeah. He looks he, he looks, looks small. Like he would be about he's six five. foot one. Yeah. Oh Jesus, is he? He's six foot one. Wow, that's not fair. And he's he's a, he's a giant man. Uh, John Parkin, what is he? Six foot five, six, six foot four. I think I believe. Uh, Akinfenwitz said is is sixteen stone. Do you know how Akinfenwitz started his footballing career? By the way, um, by eating uh, children. Defender. No, he didn't eat and eat children. He um, he started in Lithuania. Oh no, I know the story. I know it. I know. But it. he was racially abused. Yeah, he racially abused, and then and then came over. Where did he go to when he came back over to the UK? Barry Town. Barry Town, right? And can you just give me kudos on my football knowledge there? Because yeah, I don't not have that research. You didn't have that looked up. No, didn't. Uh, well, it's about Wales, so of course you knew it. No, it's because I listened to his podcast when he was on the Magic Sponge. Actually, so we've got Akinfenwa and we've got John Parkin. Yeah. So the only way to settle this would be a fight. Right. Yeah. Like literally, imagine a fucking fight. John Parkin. John Parkin. The and two beasts. Um, it'd be interesting, actually. We'll, actually, we'll settle this. This how, is how we'll how settle this. We, right, well, we're actually going to get him to fight. When John Parkin is on... We'll ring Akinfenwa, tell him to come down and fucking settle it. Well, actually, John Parkin was on um, earlier this week uh, recording with us and interviewing with us. He will actually tell you exactly who he thinks would win in a fight between him yeah. and Akinfenwa. He actually answered the question. He actually so answered the question. You've got him. that to look forward to. Yeah, that's, that's coming our up. top five. That's our top five. And, you know, let us know who you think are your beasts. But just very quickly, 
The ones who didn't make it. Oh, the ones that didn't make the list. I've got George Alakobi. Giant, massive. Giant man, Wolves, former Wolves defender. Neville Southall, the fattest goalkeeper of all time. No, I think, wait, I thought Wayne Shaw. Oh, Wayne Shaw, yeah. Wayne yeah. Shaw did An actual footballer. Right. Chris Samba, absolute beast. Christopher Samba, Blackburn. yeah. Uh, yeah. Dar- Duncan Ferguson. Duncan Ferguson. Yeah, he could maybe beat up Vinnie Jones. And Thomas Graveson. Thomas That's my Graveson. football beast. But if you have any you think should have made the list, let us know on Instagram. Uh, up next, we've got John Parkin. Ooh. Well, ladies and gents, it's with the utmost pleasure I get to say that on today's show, we have a beast in our midst. John Parkin is with us here today, a name most of you are familiar with, no doubt. Feed the beast and he will score. His career spanning an impressive 20 years so far, boasting 221 goals in over 600 appearances for clubs such as Stoke City, Huddersfield, Barnsley, Hull, Preston, and of course, the best of the lot, Cardiff City. Parkin, who stands at six foot four, and apparently, and this is according to Wikipedia, weighs 19 stone, is known for his stylish hold-up play, his ability to win pretty much any physical battle, and of course, his extreme knack of finding the net. In his own words, I'm just an average fella from Barnsley who ended up playing football for a bit. John, it's great to have you on, mate. How's it going? I'm very well, thank you. Did you say 19 stone, then? <laughs> <laughs> it's off Wikipedia, mate, yeah. Wikipedia can get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> if, I, mate, if, I were, if I were 19 stone, I'd contemplate going on a diet. <laughs> yeah, sorry, mate. It's uh, That's as far as my research fine, goes mate. as Wikipedia. Baker would like to uh, just apologise for something. Oh, what, the 19 stones? The 19 stones? Well, that's, gag, that's, yeah. yeah, he's got to apologise for that first. Um, <laughs> but second yeah. of all, mate, maybe even worse. Was, why did you have to bring it up? Right. Yeah, so what we're talking about in a previous episode, I mentioned a story. You remember the FBA Awards uh, uh, up in the Etihad Stadium a couple of months ago? Yes, certainly uh, do. How much did you have to drink, just so I know if you can remember? Uh, well, I was like. Essentially, mate, um, I, I, I obviously spotted you as a Cardiff fan. I was like, oh, I want to go shake his hand. Because I've read your book as well, uh, Feed the Beast and You'll Score, by the way, ladies and gents, if you want to have a read. It's available on Amazon. And... Uh, I, I, I said to you, I was like, oh, I've read your book. And um, you're like, oh, have you? And you were like, you said something like, oh, I haven't read it myself. And I said, maybe they should make it into a comic so you could read it. And I have, I honestly fell into a little hole in the floor. I don't know why I said it. <laughs> I, 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 I've, I, it's I, one of those I, things I, that keep me up at I'm night. Is that what you're implying? I, honestly, I don't know why I said it. So, so far, John, you've been insulted <laughs> twice by Gareth and, and you're still here. So uh, we do I appreciate not, it. I must not have realised I'd have put you on your ass. <laughs> Mate, yeah, thanks for not putting <laughs> me on my so ass. And so many people would have loved that as well. So, <laughs> so John, yeah, you scored um, 20 goals in 28 games for York in, in last season, all throughout last season. Um, do you think, still think you can do a, a job uh, at that sort of level, National League level at the moment? I got 25 in, in 32 the year before and then I didn't really play that much last year so it was a bit of a, a shitty season really but uh, yeah I mean I, I know for a fact that if, if I play sort of 40 games I'll get over 20 goals yeah uh, I'm very very confident in that I mean I might not run a lot but if you if you want in if wanting goals I'm, I'm quite confident that I'll still be able to score a goal I mean I'm not I've not lost my pace because I never had any to lose. <laughs> so, 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 what is currently going on with you? Have you got plans for next season? Uh, not as yet, mate. I really don't know what I'm doing. Uh, if I'm honest, I've not decided what I'm going to do yet. Uh, I'm not sure if that's me or what. Or I just have to wait and see. I think uh, we have quite a lot of stuff going off with the, with this podcast under the compost, uh, podcast and. Mm. Sort of going making videos on Saturdays and stuff, so yeah. I, I don't know what uh, I don't know what I'm going to do yet. Well, it's been really successful, obviously the podcast. Um, you're always in the charts on on Apple, so and, and like we said, me and Baker have listened to it ourselves and really enjoyed it. Um, so yeah, that, it, you reckon that might be something that takes over from from football like itself? Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. As I say, we it's gone it's gone a lot better than what we ever expected. I mean, we've sort of when we first started it last. February, we were like thinking, well, if you get five thousand listeners a week, that'd be that'd be happy days. And yeah. we we like we all up to like nearly one point one million downloads. That's amazing! Wow, that's uh, incredible. So, and then obviously we've got a YouTube channel, which is which 
it's just kicking off and getting more subscribers on that sort of daily and and that so Brilliant. yeah it's got a lot it's gone a lot better than what we we ever could imagine really for the first sort of 15 16 months Oh, fair play, mate. Um, well, going back to uh, the style of play you was, um, one thing I always admired when watching you play for either Preston or Cardiff, because I've always supported Cardiff, I've always kind of seen you in the championship. Um, you know, I've watched you play for Newport as well and a couple of times for York. A style of your game I've always kind of been interested in is obviously the way you win headers. Um, you barely jump off the ground when you win them like a good example of this is I think it was Southport when you scored two goals in a 5-3 game um, it, it, how do you do that is it intuition is it reading the game well or is it just down to strength uh, well I've not been in a gym since I was 18 uh, <laughs> so it's not because I've done weights and stuff like that I've never yeah. I've never done them unless I've been told to do them and then I've done as minimal as what, I've, what I can when I have been told to do them uh, I think it's just experience. I think it's just getting to know. Obviously, if you start reading the flight of the ball and you know where the centre half is, it's it's very hard to get round the ass. I would have thought. <laughs> so it's just it's just uh, it's just experience and and I like to think I've got an half decent touch once I once I do manage to hold the defender off and and that's probably. I mean, I don't like jumping, Freddie. The last thing I want to do. I mean, I've had been my nose broke a few times and cuts and stuff like that and that, you know when you jump up threaders and you're challenging and, and that's when you start getting cut and that and yeah. I don't want that man I'm not you know what I mean I, I'm ugly enough as it is I don't want to be getting cuts <laughs> and broken noses every week and stuff like that so it's just it's just using your using your head and your, your experience really and and that's probably as I said as I said before that's just we more the more that you play and the more that you know what you can do and what you can't do and, and refining your game to that obviously I've read your book um, Alex I just one one of the stories in it had me absolutely howling and it'd be great if Parkin would tell it it's a shitting in the bath in- incident um, mate, it's genius yeah like. <laughs> yeah to be fair like obviously when, you, when you're young and a bit daft you do some stupid stuff and now Obviously, we've, I think we'd gone back to get changed or whatever, and my roommate had, had gone out. Was it in Magaluf me. or something? Yeah, in Magaluf, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so probably about, I don't know, 19, 20 year old or whatever. And so I thought to myself, uh, I thought, oh, fuck it, I'm going to have a shitty bath here and just leave it. <laughs> so, As you do, just like... So I just squatted over the bath, aye. So I've had a shit in the bath and pulled the shower curtain back. So obviously got ready, gone out, whatever, and and then uh, so later in the night, I'm, I've I've pulled a bird. Don't, don't know how I'd done it. Obviously, she must have been pissed, but I've pulled the bird to come out. So I'm uh, I'm walking down the street, down this hill in Magaluf, but it was like torrential rain, and like I've never seen rain like it to be fair. And there's two guys in wetsuits, and they're like aquaplaning down the middle of the road with that much water. So obviously totally oblivious to it, and then so I'm walking down the street hand in hand with this uh, with this bird, and suddenly one of them fucking took her out, wiped her out. Oh, so she's gone flying, man. I mean, literally flying. So she's in sliding <laughs> the gutter with a piss wet through, in purse smashed all over the place, everything money all over the place, and so I've gone and picked her up, and I've uh, she's she's cut all her elbow. So I'm like, all right, well. We need to get that sorted. It's uh, it, we need to get it cleaned up. Like I mean, there's enough diseases in Magaluf as it is in yeah, there. Yeah, all the fluid. <laughs> so I said, my hotel's only here. Come on, we'll we'll go and wash it up and that. So come to my hotel, open the door. I says uh, right, the showers in uh, the showers in there, and I went and lied on the bed. So obviously, totally forgetting what's what's happened. So I just heard the shower curtain open. And then she just went, what the fucking hell is that? <laughs> and I'm like, and then I clicked. And we're like, oh my God. I said, why, what is it? What is it? She says, uh, there's a massive shit in the middle of your bath. I'm like, you fucking, I said, he's a dirty bastard. He moved over <laughs> me and what a disgrace that is. Palm it off, yeah. Blamed all his mates. And, like. and, and, and palmed it off on my roommate, so... Yeah, I mean, I totally forgot that what had gone off about three hours earlier and what I'd done in the bath, but yeah. How'd you go after that, though? Did she stick around? Pardon? Did she stick around? I think just I think she just cleaned her elbow up and we went back out, I think. 
Uh, I can't remember like, what happened yeah. after that, to be honest. <laughs> Fucking hell, well, that's, that's, that's genius, man. That's probably one of my favourite footballer-related stories of all time. If I'd have, if I'd have set it if I'd have set it up, it'd have been incredible, but the, the fact that I just totally forgot about it, yeah. and just said, yeah, go and crack on in there, go and get yourself cleaned up in there, and then shower <laughs> curtain went, oh, oh my God. That pretty much Jesus sums up Magaluf, though, that, yeah, that's, that's, that story. I, I went there when I was 17, Same. yeah, that's, that's Magaluf written yeah. all over it, John Park and shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Best place in uh, it's, it's a fantastic place. I mean, I've been fucking six or seven times, mate. It's same shit all every year, but you still keep going back for some reason. Just Britain with palm trees, isn't it? Yeah, fucking hell. It's, you just know exactly what you're going to get. And I, yeah. I like the fact that you can go out at 10 o'clock in the morning in a vest and some shorts and flip flop, and you can still be in them at 4 o'clock next morning and nobody yeah. bats an eyelid. <laughs> but awesome. You can just do exactly what you want. It's brilliant. John, we uh, we touched on your career earlier, um, and to be fair, you've had an absolute gem um, by the looks of it. You call yourself an average guy from Barnsley, but you're just being modest. What what would you say is your best achievement throughout your career? Uh, best achievement? Probably the longevity of it, really. Well, the 20 uh, years. Yeah, so I'll have sort of, sort of lived away from football the fact that I've been managed to, to grind it out for, for 20 years is fucking bewildering really but uh, I mean obviously the promotion we uh, the promotion we stoked to the Premier League were, were the pinnacle but we knew I never going to play so I, I knew I had to leave but yeah I would just say how long it's been really and as I say I think I scored 227 26 something like that in probably 670 games so what's that it's one in every three that's mate that's a great return for a striker in fairness like not licking your ass or anything it's like that's something to be proud of mate yeah so I I don't really think about I'm not a sort of guy who'll think about it but I'll probably I'll probably be sat in a pub in three or four years time and and I just think, fuck it, oh, I actually, I done all right, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, mate, done definitely. I right. read somewhere that when you when you got to a club, a new club, you just signed for them, you throw the diet sheet in the bin. You said, if you think I need to do weights, then let's take all our clothes off, go in the gym and have a wrestle. If I lift weights yeah, a bit that- bigger, then I'm going to get even slower. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what it was. I mean, most clubs I went to... Uh, Got the all right. You're going to work with the with the fitness coach for for two or three weeks and sort of get keep you can shed a bit of timber and that. And I'm just like, well, tell you, well, why do you fucking sign us? You know, you know exactly mm. what I look like. You know exactly what I can and can't do. Why sign us and then just try and change us? Like change them all. So you, the fitness you... coaches, the fitness coaches sort of got within I don't know ten fifteen minutes to realise that they were just pissing in wind. But yeah, when they tried getting me doing weights. I was like, well, I'll tell you what, if you think uh, if you think I need to do weights, let's get his clothes off, let's get in gym, let's have a wrestle and then take it from there. Would you, and you obviously all you should shit the pants. Do you think it would have, would have been any different, though, obviously, if, if you'd have stuck to those um, those fitness regimes? Because obviously you've had a long career, you've done 20 years, like we just said. Um, do you think it would have been any different if you'd have stuck to them? Maybe, maybe, but would I, I wouldn't have enjoyed my life. Yeah, much. exactly. That's a good point. You know what I mean? I mean, like, obviously, it'd be fantastic to play in Premier League, but I, I'd have been in fucking, I'd have been in front page of paper every other week. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And I, I didn't, I didn't need that. I didn't yeah. want that. I mean, it's like you've got to have a life as well. You know what I mean? It's all right. You're already saying, well, you, you can have a life after football, but. What, what, you can't do stuff what you did at 22, 24 when you're fucking 40, can you? No. Do you, see, you seem like you've had kind of the best of both, best of both worlds. Yeah, I've been, uh, I've been lucky and it probably, it probably has held me back a little bit, but I, don't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't change it. You know what I mean? I've fucking had a very good, I've had a, I've had a 20 year career and I've had a fucking good time doing it. Brilliant. Do you, do you think... Uh, in the in the modern game, there'll be another John Parkin, someone who no, is able to really. Well, that, would, nah. You don't think they'd get past sort of academy level if if they had. If I were if I were eighteen, uh, I wouldn't have a cutting else chance. That's interesting. No chance. That's interesting. I mean, by by eighteen, I've been fined fucking two weeks' wages twice for going out. <laughs> You missed your debut, didn't you, as well? Uh, f- you missed your debut, I think, for Barnsley because you uh, you forgot 
or you didn't know that there was a new ruler come in place there was an extra sub and you were with a bird yeah, that or something yeah that was the uh yeah, that was the reserve reserve game. So we'd done pre season and that we got to the first start the start of the reserve fixture. And uh so we finished all those jobs and that, went into town where I think I think we had fish and chips, I think it were, and then I dropped on a bird who I knew. Uh so I ended up like sagging this bird uh in the afternoon. And then we got to the uh we got to the the stadium and the, the youth team manager says oh it's changed from three subs to five you're on the bench <laughs> I'm like fucking hell fire are you kidding me I'm like I just had fish and chips and fucking ten minutes on with this bird and then I'm on the bench and I'm thinking well I'm not going to come on it will be fine it'll be fine and I came on at half time and I'm like fucking Jesus this is all I need the manager the, ma- the manager of the football clubs in the stand trying to impress and that and I've, and I've been up to that in afternoon that, that that was the manager, well, wasn't it? That football. Sorry, go on. Pardon? I was just about to say that Back was the then. manager who uh, you fell out with or something. He sent you on loan to Hudsfield because of that. Is that true? Uh, to Hartlepool. No, that was that were a different manager. No, that that was a different manager. But back then, reserve team football were proper football. Like now, nah, it's all this under twenty threes and hmm. fucking pass, 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 and all that shit. I mean, we were playing against. At 16, 17, playing against like international footballers in reserve league. Do you know, like now, it's, if, you, if you're the first team player and you get told to play in reserves now, you're like, fucking hell, you're yeah. taking the piss out of me, kick yeah. off and that. But back then, if you weren't in the team, you played on the reserves. So it didn't matter who it were. I mean, we played against Newcastle once in the reserves and we're playing against international footballers. So a proper football and. As I say, I'd, I'd had fish and chips and leg over it afternoon. <laughs> so we'll never see another John Parkin again, then. I don't think so. No, I don't think so. I mean, there's, I don't think there are. I mean, like now, nah, man, nobody comes into work room over no more. Hmm. You know what I mean? They're all like fucking, and, and some of them are shite, but they still and they still don't go out. You know what I mean? They don't make most of being a footballer. Well, that's what that's what, that's a good like uh, a question for you is. Is there anyone currently, I suppose, playing now, um, even if they're top level or, or championship or below that, that, that you kind of see something about yourself in them? Oh dear, not, not really. Not, especially not, not younger. I mean, sort of, but the, the guy who was probably doing it, who oh, I'd liken myself to most, is probably Glenn Murray, who's at the top level now. Yeah, right, yeah. Uh, and he's what thirty six, still going strong as well. So, yeah, I mean, he, he must not have gone out as much as me when he was younger. No, but, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, but uh, nah, I mean, I mean, we used to, like we used to like every Monday and every Thursday. You were you were turning to work rough, you know what I mean? Because yeah. you've been out Sunday, and then you've been out on a on a Wednesday night. Nobody does that now. No, well, it's 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 probably the probably it's probably the right thing to do, but. You're all right. You're all right playing in Conference North and and not enjoying yourself and still being not great. Like you know what I mean. You might as well fucking make most of it. <laughs> yeah, true. John, that, that's it for the questions. Now we have uh, quickly next. We have two lies and a truth next. But finally, mate, um, probably a bit of a stupid question. Who'd win in a fight between you and Akin Fenwer? What a question. Oh, him, hundred <laughs> percent. Really, you don't back up. yourself at all. Pardon? You don't back yourself at all. Are you kidding me, mate? He's a giant. Fucking, just fucking put his arms around me and crush me. He's a giant. <laughs> I'd, I'd put, I'd, I think he'd have half a chance against Joshua, and he mind fucking me. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, he's a big old, he's a big old boy. But another one who, who uh, another player who's obviously he's not blessed with pace, but he knows how to use his body and scores. I think I've just seen he's just signed a new deal. Yeah, yeah, with Wickham. Uh, yeah, he's it's just. Very good at what he does and, and scores goals. So does it matter what he looks like? No, I, I don't think not. so. This is the part of the show where normally I'll tell Baker three uh, ridiculous football stories, um, of which just one of them is true. Um, but this week you're here and uh, you can help him figure out which of the three stories is true. Um, but this week's theme is food. Are you up for it, John? Yeah, bother. <laughs> right 
Okay, so I'll kick it off. Right, I've got three three stories. I'll, I'll kick off with the first one. We have the first one, which is uh, Face Full of Ravioli. That's uh, that's 26-year-old Inter Milan president Stephen Zhang once faked a heart attack in the middle of an Italian restaurant. He demonstrated to the Inter players that there's more to life than football uh, by face-planting a bowl of pasta. <laughs> Story number one. Right, so if, this, if that one's not true, who the fuck's come up with that? <laughs> it's twat next to me. <laughs> right, we got, we got number two. Uh, that's um, former Hull City midfielder and jungle man Jimmy Bullard once ruined a man's pub lunch after a wayward touch caused the ball to fly off and land directly on the man's dinner plate. <laughs> I have got a bit of context to this story. It was, uh, it was at a pub. He was doing keepy-uppies for everyone watching and he, he booted the ball up and it, it, hit, uh, it knocked a man's pub lunch out of his hand. <laughs> Right. I did that to be fair last uh, last Friday on the the, the bike ride. <laughs> I was doing some at one of the one of the stops, and I fucking went to kick it to someone else and knocked some guys food out of his uh, out of his hand. <laughs> third story, mate. Third story. Uh, right, the third story is your driver is on his way. That's Uber Eats will deliver every match ball in League One next season, according to Lekeep. The sponsorship with the food delivery company means an Uber Eats delivery driver will place the match ball in the centre circle before every game in France's top division. So that's all three stories. They're all fucking bullshit. <laughs> we, yeah, they're all like. Some vivid imagination. Whoever's caught with the two that fucking are false. So, Troubled. which one do you think it could be true? Well, right, go, go very the quickly. The go the through again, Al's. Just the titles of them, just so we know. You got the face full of ravioli. That's Inter Milan's president uh, faking a heart attack to demonstrate to the players that there's more to life than uh, just football. Yeah, that's not true. Definitely not true. Sure, well, in my opinion. Yeah, I think. I think if you're president of a football club, I think you want your players to think that football is everything in your life. So, you're, so we're rule, are we ruling out face full of ravioli? I'm ruling that out. The ravioli yeah. stories never do yeah. well on here. Parking, you're ruling 100%. that out. So, parking. Yeah, not gone. Ra- ravioli's gone. <laughs> right, we've got uh, Jimmy Bullard's dinner plate. That's where he's knocking a, uh, a pub lunch out of a man's hand whilst doing keepy uppies. And you've got the Uber Eats in League One next season uh, delivery drivers placing the ball on the uh, in the centre circle. How the fuck, right? Have you come up with two in of league, these? What? What's League One? League French One. Yeah, the French one. The Welsh League. Right. So PSG are playing Lyon, and um, an Uber Eats delivery driver comes out <laughs> with a McDonald's and, and places a, a ball with it in the centre. Hang circle. on, he, he puts down a McDonald's. Well, I'm not sure if he takes with a football in. on the. On the centre circle. I'm not sure. If you How think. the fuck do you think to me and fair, John Parkin are going to think that's true? <laughs> it'd be decent to be fair. It'd be decent to be fair if you if you fetch some snap with him, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you, but nah, that's obviously bollocks, isn't it? So that's bollocks. Oh. We're ruling out the yeah, uh, like power, elim- story. power elimination. We're going with Jimmy. Right, so you're going Jimmy. Yeah, but that means we have to go with the Jimmy Bollock story, which is fucking mental. Like, how are any of these true? So, well. Jimmy, so we'll go with Jimmy Bullard. So Jimmy Bullard wants. Yeah, there's, uh, a, there's a good chance he's in a boozer, and somebody said, "Jimmy, any chance of doing some kick-ups?" And he started doing some, and he's obviously fucking miscontrolled it, and then uh, it, it's landed in some guy's dinner. Ah, I see. I think, that, yeah. I think that's more feasible than any other. Well, funny you should uh, choose that story, John. The reason why I've chose that, yeah, and chose. I've 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 put all these on here. Um, that Jimmy Bullard story is actually. Um, I'll, I'll reveal this it's not true it's actually John Parkin who did it as he said and there's a video of it if you want to go and see it oh so it's not true and That's you just not true. Parkin I've up. swapped it over yeah <laughs> I didn't, I didn't realise it was a fucking cryptic I didn't realise it was a cryptic quiz <laughs> I didn't fucking realise it mate either he's getting me yeah? <laughs> no, it's a great it's a great video I was watching it um, and it, I, it looked I, I don't know it looked staged but it obviously wasn't no mate to be fair fuck, that was like middle of day one and my legs had gone mate I, honestly my thighs were screaming so I, it don't look very much under control does it <laughs> well it, the, the guy's holding his the plate out almost like it's ready to hit it he didn't move it if I'd have if I'd have aimed for that mate I'd have been fucking miles off it <laughs> 
know what I mean? Plus, I don't like wasting food neither, so I would never fucking intend no, to have food out of them. You sneaky bastard, Alex. Right, well, I will, uh, I'll reveal the actual answer. We've narrowed it down to... Um, right, we've got ravioli and, and we've got fucking the, Uber Eats. Uber Eats, yeah. This is where I'll, uh, I'll say... I'll, I'll, I'll reveal it now, but it's actually going to be at the end of the show, so we'll have to how about, wait till the end. How about, just because we've got parking on today, I'm sure he's <laughs> chomping at the bit to find out which of those two mental stories are true. How about we reveal it now? Reveal it right now? Yeah, go on. Okay. Well, if, if I'm going to go with the... I'm going to go with the Uber then. What, how, can, how can you go with either of them, to be honest? I do, I'm not going to choose. I'm not to. entertaining that's, it. That's the, that's, the, that's the rules of the quiz, isn't it? I've got to go <laughs> with one of them. One of them's true, apparently. <laughs> well, you've got a knack to this, John. So um, you've, actually, you've actually picked the right answer. It Fuck is. Fuck off. Uberly. So according to Le Keep, <laughs> French is top. What? <laughs> Who fucking thought that's a good idea? They've reported that Uber, Uber Eats... As, as their sponsor will be delivering the match ball to the centre circle um, at the start of every game next season which is fucking ridiculous that's it is but it's money isn't it I'm sure Uber Eats are paying a few quid for it oh so. yeah fucking hell I can't believe that well there we go ladies and gents that's John <laughs> that's John parking on two lies and a truth today parking did you enjoy it yes yeah I mean uh we got it right as well. It ended, didn't we? Yeah, yeah I guess. never gets it right. So I never get it right, mate. And can you see why? Because <laughs> the guy who's sitting next to me needs sectioning because how he can come up with these stories. But uh, ladies and gents, um, if you haven't already, uh, Feed the Beast is on Amazon and, of course, uh, Audible, I believe. Yeah. So, John Parkin. Audible, yeah. John Parkin of Under the Kosh podcast. And obviously, we'll give a big shout out to, to Under the Kosh. Go and give it a listen. So, it's great. And I, I was listening to the David Dunn one the other day. It was, uh, it was cracking. So, it, it's always a good laugh. So, go and, go and listen to that as well. Twat. Twat. Right, okay, mate. Uh, this week, I want you to play along with a the theme song. So, just when I point at you, repeat what I say. Okay. okay. <laughs> I... I I believe I believe I believe that I believe that I believe that will call people twats I, I believe, believe that, that will call, call people twats, twats. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you went along with it <laughs> I wasn't as good as last it's week It's the twatless mate Did you the say it's not as good as last week? I like last week Whatever It caught me off guard We've got the twatlist Which is everyone's favourite part of the show And mine um, Two lies and a truth Very weak subject matter Weak hey. content um, it's where I call someone hey. in the world of football a twat, you know. And Alex, would you say that in the world of football, there's a fair share of people who you would deem a twat? Yes, many. Okay, well, for anyone who's unfamiliar with the twat list, it's three cryptic clues to help Alex and, of course, you, the audience, to try and guess who the twat is. I got it last week, didn't I? You did. You did get it. it was, and I've um, had feedback of quite a few people who also got it. Really, did they? Yeah, whereas the other weeks, we haven't had many people say they got it. Well, people are stupid then. Did you do easy. it? Was it too easy last week? I, well, I Are you going to try and stump me this week? Wait, I've got to get my I hope pen so. and paper in front of me. So what was it last week? What was it? It was Jesse Lingard, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, so it was opposite to Woody, uh, which is Jesse from Toy Story. I think Story. you gave it away with that. Lint, which was, uh, this is annoying in my pocket, and Guard, which was, uh, I want to see the Queen, but those people who are outside the palace are stopping me, which is yeah. Guard, Jesse Lint Guard. Okay, so this week, yep. should we kick off with clue number one? Clue number one. Clue number one. Uh, I am a famous tradesman. I can also jump high, and I love stars. Fucking hell. Clue number one. <laughs> I'm a famous tradesman. I can also jump high and I love stars. Clue number two. Ugh. A system of voting secretly on a particular issue. Clue number two. <laughs> a system of voting secretly on a particular issue. How are you feeling so far, Alex? Uh, terrible. Okay, clue number three. This podcast is great, but it would be even better on my... This podcast is great, but it would be even better on my... Okay, I don't know why I'm saying it as if I'm trying to seduce the audience, but we've got three clues there. Uh, clue number one, I'm a famous tradesman. I can also jump high, and I love stars. Clue number two, a system of voting secretly on a particular issue. Clue number three, this podcast is great, but it would be even better on my... 
What, what have you got anything written down? Jump high in stars. So jump high stars. Very well known guy. Tradesman. So when you think of tradesmen, who? What sort of thing are you thinking? Like podcasters. Like, uh, a builder, a bricky, like kind yeah, of a, well, a plumber. A tradesman's a tradesman, like, like yeah, like. And he jumps high, yeah, for the he, stars. And he jumps high for the stars, for the stars. So he would be maybe an astronaut, possibly. Would you say an astronaut is a tradesman? Yes. Well, it's not, is it? No. Like, if you set, like, yeah, being an astronaut, astronaut is a trade. It's a job. It's a career. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> but if if I said. Oh, he's a tradesman. You don't think astronaut. You think electrician. Oh, shit. Plasterer. The, what, the plumber. Like, you know. The washing machine's playing up. Get the astronaut in. Yeah. Oh, we need Neil Armstrong, we need, yeah. We need, we need a number him. for an astronaut. I don't know. I can't think of anything. What about a system of voting Se- secretly on a secret particular issue? Secret voting on a particular issue. That would be secret voting mm. on a particular issue. That would be a... Oh my god! I don't know. It'd be a secret uh, way of voting, voting on a particular, on a particular issue. Yeah. issue. And clue number three: this podcast is great, but it would be even better on my, on your, on well, your own. See if you can get one. It'd be get even one. better on your own. <sighs> well, yeah, but no, that's not it. Oh, even better on your phone. Even better on your close. Uh, not as in like you're talking about media outlets, right? That's the clue. Oh. You got your twat list. Al's, you've got the rest of the episode to think about, and so is everyone listening. I'm all ears, Baker. What's the part of the show, Alex? What are we on? We're on Football Scoop. We are indeed, where I like to talk about the best and most interesting issues in the world of football. You enlighten me. Or ever. Yeah. Last week was a cracker, by the way. We went into the historical depths of football and talked about Palais and... Wars that were started on off the back of football, but yeah. I'm going to try and stay a bit. It more, was dark. Yeah, I'm going to stay a bit more current this week, and I'm going to kick off with. Have you seen this? That uh, Cardiff Metropolitan University, um, basically one of their players just signed for AFC Wimbledon in yeah. uh, League Two. Is it? I think they're in. Yeah, it's incredible that. Yeah, Adam Fair Mosko. Play. Uh, so is he 20, 24? 24, 23? yeah. Yeah, 34 goals in 79 games of Cardiff Met in the Welsh Premier League. They, How many? 34 in 79. Not too bad. Is he, what, is he a forward? Is he a striker? striker he, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, I'm assuming this is his first ever professional contract. Yeah, li- like literally, like I was on Twitter and I saw um, a Cardiff fan retweeted the AFC Wimbledon's announcement of, yeah. the, of the transfer saying... What the fuck? This is my PE teacher. What's happening? How funny I mean, is that? brilliant story, but hold on. He's not going to be able to play in the um, Europa League. That's what people are kind of like saying. They're like, well, uh. why, why have you left? Because you're not going to... To be fair... I would leave. Cardiff Mountain would you Would you leave? You would leave, wouldn't yeah, you? To sign yeah, a professional contract yeah, for a yeah. football club, and especially someone like you know, Wimbledon. They're, they're, they're playing a team in Luxembourg, nice. and it's fucking great that they've done it. Yeah. It's so impressive. But would you sacrifice a potential career in league football over playing a team? No, Luxembourg? definitely not. No, you wouldn't. Uh, the best part about it, AFC Wimbledon haven't disclosed the terms of the deal or the length of Roscoe's contract. So it might just be a pay-as-you-play contract or something, yeah. but... Whatever it is, I, I that's such a good story. Hopefully, he does well. Hopefully, he uh, succeeds yeah. and, and has a has a long career in professional football. Yeah, good Fair play to him, Adam Roscoe. Next up, a nightclub in the UK are hosting, and I love this because this should have happened years ago when I was in uni. A nightclub in the UK are hosting FIFA anthems event featuring all the classic hits. Oh, I saw that from all. It was sent into us actually. This one, uh, so thanks for that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Dusk Nightclub in Stirling in Scotland. Where? Dusk, no, not the one in Hereford. Oh my in God. In Stirling, I yeah. thought it was Dusk <laughs> throwback from um, back oh, in... Hereford days, oh. yeah. Yeah, um, so Dusk in, 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 in Scotland. In Stirling, yeah. So um, Adam Magici, the general manager of Dusk Nightclub, says that there will be a mix of 90s and 2000s chart toppers. Pure so, nostalgia, that. Yeah, you know, MGMT, Kasabian, Calvin Harris. That's Dizzy the first Rascal. one that came to my head is MGMT Dis- then. Well, I think, and it might just be my period of playing FIFA, A Town Called Malice by The Jam, 2005, you know, Flogging Molly. Uh, a lot of them are quite indie. Scissor and I'm, Sisters. That's not my sort of... 
I love FIFA. Yeah, but so it, I wouldn't know just off naming the songs and the and the bands. Yeah, I know. But, but as soon as I hear them instantly, oh, I know. Yeah, because you play if you play FIFA. If anyone listens and you play FIFA, like and you don't listen to YouTube or like your own music when you play it, yeah. you kind of, it goes into the background of your yeah. head, and it's a constant. You've actually heard that song about fucking 196 times yeah because so you, you hear it you, when you're on it you might be on it for a couple of hours so that's the playlist over twice um, so yeah that, I mean that that'd be cool but what a cock fest that'll be do you think the event will be going into Fergie time with a 3am close oh I like it no I think people would be bored by, by the end they wouldn't <laughs> I don't if mean. I was there mate I would be bloody dancing my head off mate yeah. it'll be um, FIFA tunes be all spotty spotty when I have a barbecue and the sun's out I literally go on Spotify spotty nerds FIFA anthems all dotted around don't get me wrong I, I wouldn't go I oh. probably would go I probably would go just for the nostalgia of it to be fair I mean but I that wouldn't is go because it's in Stirling in Scotland I wouldn't go to Stirling no I wouldn't go all the no way offense to if you're from Stirling but it's a pretty long way pretty uh, long so way. That yeah, so that'll be that'll be a quite a nice night, but I can't see that catching on. It's not gonna, is it? I it wouldn't it catch on. I don't, I don't. I can't see loads of people going and having a great night when you could sit at home, listen to it, and probably play FIFA instead. Yeah, fair enough. Last story, mate. Delit signs for Juventus. Did you notice? No, by he hasn't the way, signed yet. Okay. Did you notice I pronounced his name right? Yeah. There you go. Delit uh, joins Juventus according to Sky Sports now. Um, uh, I've seen that he's Sky, close. Is Sky in Italy claiming he's basically made the decision? Uh, a source close to the player has told uh, Sky in Italy that he's made the decision. He's yeah. forgot about Barcelona, Man United, Liverpool, and Cardiff City to sign for Juventus. Um, probably never heard of Cardiff City. Whatever. Yeah, sixty-two and, million apparently. And do you, do you think at the end of that um, Portugal Netherlands game? When Ronaldo had a word with him, do you think that made any difference? Hundred percent. A nineteen-year-old lad, the best or the biggest footballer in the world, the most famous Ronaldo footballer in the world, Cristiano Ronaldo, yeah. comes up and has a word with you, he tells says, you to join Juventus. Hey, mate, I mean, you're probably going to stand up and listen. You fucking, you join my club, yeah, and you can see me naked in the changing. Well, room. I don't. Like, I wouldn't. I'd see. I'd like no. to see him naked. No. I think just the the pleasure of obviously playing with with such oh right yeah sorry that yeah, too. yeah. Uh, but I think I think that that had something to do with it I don't it didn't seem like they were in in the running for him no one had mentioned exactly. Juventus I know, I know. so sixty two million though is and that the right decision considering you got Barca personally I believe if he had the chance to sign for Barcelona was it I think Real were in for PSG him, went in it? late. PSG is the wrong decision because PSG would have been the wrong decision. It's a league full of farmers. Barcelona, um, Man United. Man United like would be a wrong decision. You- it would be good because uh, you'd be joining a huge club, but no Champions League next season. I think Juventus. He's between, nineteen. He's got time to win I the know, Champions but League. It's, it's between Juventus and Barcelona, and personally, I think I would choose. Juventus because I love Juventus at this current time I'd probably choose Juventus I would because it looks like they are putting absolutely everything into winning the Champions League but he's literally chosen Ronaldo over Messi there because when when you're joining that club you, you literally have to think ah oh, I have a chance to play with Messi or Ronaldo yeah and he's literally chosen Ronaldo over Messi at, at that age I think it's Juventus would be extreme especially once Ronaldo's had a word with you it'd yes, be extremely hard to turn Ronaldo's come up to him put his arm around his shoulder and has said mate come to my club you can see my dick in the showers yeah. and you know if it was anything that's what spurred but, him on yeah I, I I think it's uh, it probably I, I'm i trying to be unbiased but I, it probably is the right decision it's 100% the right decision from my perspective um, and it's not because I'm a fan of Juventus it's because they're just I, I just I, I don't know I just think um, they've got an aging defence Juventus and you can see himself kind of becoming a cult legend there yeah. and being their new Chiellini Bazalgi, you know kind of player like yeah. it, he reminds me a lot of uh, Lillian Turam who used to play for Juventus like similar sort of player so do you think Juventus will win the Champions League next season? It's hard to say that, isn't it? I think Juventus can win the Champions League any season, but if you look at their track record of Champions League appearances, you know, when we watched all the goals from the Champions look how many times Juventus have fallen yeah, yeah. the last hurdle. I think if you've got Ronaldo, who's coming towards the twilight of his career, 
Maybe everyone if keeps saying ever, that he's he's he this is, he's, his legs are gone and then he scores in terms forty of goals. His age. Um, if you've got Ronaldo in your team, you're almost guaranteed to have a very good chance. Yeah, it's particularly and, in the Champions League. Yeah, and you the know they've signed is, uh, the best central midfielder in the world in Am Ramsey as well. So you can only say that Juventus are going to win the Champions League because Ramsey will score the winning goal. They will be favourites. with If Delic signs, Ramsey. they will be favourites. Ramsey probably hasn't got anything to do with it. But yeah, so so that it's I never really believed in the summer you hear all the transfer talk I never really believed Delict was was really potential for United I think once Barca's come knocking and and then Juve added to the mix and even PSG it looked like his head was turned possibly with PSG so I think yeah fair play to him good luck to him but um, United really need to need to find someone someone else now I just I don't see PSG is just a French Man City to me like if I was yeah, but they're playing in I, a much less competitive league so no, yeah, they're definitely. not even a Man City but it's not challenging it's not challenging for him no, and I think that's I mean? why Neymar looks like he's going to go as well yeah. go back to week Barca week in week out is probably boring for and I don't think they, can, they don't seem close enough to winning the Champions League either they're just they are a manufactured club they, they weren't long established uh, they were terrible for years and years and years and yeah. then you know, money's been pumped into them. If I, if I was a world, if I was a world class player, on the similar vein that Dillett is, yeah, um, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even look at teams like Man City and PSG. Well, you'd be, look at Man City if Pep no, Guardiola's no, 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 in charge. No, I wouldn't. You this would. is the reason why I'd want to be playing for a team that you grew up in. You want, you want something, a, cl- a history of a club, something. Yeah, that's, and Juventus, you know the old lady like they've always been around been the best one of the best teams in the world constantly yeah. so have Barca so have Man United for me well, talking of PSG though mm. Kylian Mbappe yeah he's apparently going there's a lot of rumours and this might be Liverpool fans getting Are way ahead of themselves a football scoop because you're really shaking the boat oh yeah uh, well Kylian Mbappe potentially to Liverpool I don't. Ah, I don't see it. What a great no! I why only see. Don't you see that? The only the, the only team I just, see is maybe Real Madrid, possibly. No, Liverpool just won the fucking Champions League, mate. And nearly won the Premier League. Yeah, I do. Liverpool right now are more attractive of a destination than Real Madrid right now. Obviously, no. talking about a bigger club they and history. Completely disagree. No, I know, but you know what I'm saying, don't you? Like they won the Champions well, League. Yeah, they've got probably a better team than Real Madrid. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's Are they more exactly attractive? I mean. Never. They, and they play in the Premier League. Real Madrid have just signed Hazard, uh, Mendy. Who they've got in? Luka Jovic. Yeah. They're obviously not going to go for Kylian Mbappé. No, they can't, no, they can't afford Real to Madrid with financial over. fair play. But I would choose Real Madrid over Liverpool, but Liv- I don't think it's a stupid... I, if, if Mbappé uh, signed for Liverpool tomorrow, I'd be like, one or something signing. I wouldn't think Oh, amazing, yeah. It, it, probably the best they young player in the world. Well, him. he is the best young player in the world. And they deserve to sign him. If they uh, did, yeah, I I don't know. I don't know who who we'd go to. It just doesn't feel like a, a Liverpool type signing. Mm. A big, the, the one of the biggest names in world football going to Liverpool. It doesn't really happen. Andy Carroll. It did happen with Henderson as well. So yeah, yeah. football scoop, ladies and gents. I hope you enjoyed that. What have we got next? It's all over, I think. No. So we've reached the end of the show, Gareth. Yeah, yeah. Sad times, but we've had a great time. We've had uh, John Parkin. Big shout out to fucking the beast, Um, John. Thanks, thanks for coming on. We do appreciate it, and it was good laugh. Thanks, John, football friend. Um, And we've got a few things to recap as well. Just quickly though, John Parkin's podcast under the cosh. Go give it a listen. It's a great laugh on YouTube. You can go and see um, a few episodes as well. David Dunn. They had um, Leon Knight. Leon Knight controversial yeah and revealed quite a few yeah, seriously go watch intimate that details in it football it is under the cosh but it's spelt without the E so it's U-N-D-R yeah just because like, they're northern blokes I guess but yeah. it's fucking great it's no, a it's great good podcast laugh. it's always in the top 20 of the uh, Apple yeah. charts and yeah you know big shout out to John on. thanks a lot mate so we've got to what wrap got up left? a few things uh, we've got your twat list to reveal now mm. I am stumped as usual yeah, um, I'd like a few, just uh, maybe a slight additional. Lost I've lost my notes. A, an additional clue. I've lost my notes. Well, you'll have to work it out from the clues then, like I, I, I will, and everyone else. Hang on. All right. Okay. 
so clue number one was I'm a famous tradesman. I can also jump high for the stars. Now, is this the first name of the person? Yeah, it always is. Always is the first name. Clue and number so two, a system of voting secretly on a particular issue. And clue number three was... Oh, I think what? I've just got it. This podcast is great, but it would be even better on my... I think I've just got it. No, you haven't. Yeah. The Wait. secret voting bit well, triggered it for me. I cannot believe, right? Because when I was writing this twat list... Oh my God, I just I got cannot, it. I cannot believe... I feel so much better now. I cannot believe... If you've got it, when I came up with clue number one, I was like, do you know what? If he's going to get any clue, it would be that one. And I said plumber. I said plumber. Okay. Didn't Or someone said plumber. No, he's not a plumber. Jump high for the stars is Mario. Yeah. And he was a plumber. Mario... Uh, from the Nintendo 64 yeah. and well just Mario Nintendo. and Luigi he's a plumber and then just Jump, the last wait, wait, wait. he jumps high jumps he, high you know, he always, he's always jumping and shit yeah. and he always has those magic stars fuck okay. I'm these clues am I and the secret voting is actually what gave it away to me I was thinking secret don't vo- say it yet so I'll, I'll reveal it clue number two a system, a system of voting secretly on a particular issue is a voting ballot which is a way of voting secretly, a ballot. So Mario okay. Ballot. Oh, I wonder who it is. <laughs> and this podcast is great, but it would, even be, it would be even better on my telly. So this podcast, I just want to announce to everyone uh, that we have plans to expand to YouTube. So YouTube will be launching uh, within uh, the next... Yeah, like it'll be soon. We don't have a... We just want to let you know that YouTube is going to be happening. Um, and you'll get to see our faces. Which is I'm dreading. So... I'm a famous tradesman. I also jump high. Love stars. Mario Ballot. We're on the fucking tally. Mario Balotelli. What do you think of that? That's one? two weeks in a row. You know. I know. I'm so happy with myself. See, I think I said this to you. I think I, I I said you would like start getting and the audience will. Yeah. Getting into my mind and seeing how I come up with it. Yeah, that's that's what it is. Is trying Those to get into good your clues, head. Though. But you still haven't got into my head about the two lies and the truth. Just yeah, because it's like saying, oh. You haven't gone into fucking Ian Brady's head. <laughs> well, Ian no, Brady? because he's a nutcase. Who's Ian Brady? The serial colour. Oh, great. I was going to go with Charles Manson or something. Again. Who's Ian Brady? Ian Brady, the fucking serial Oh, Karen colour. Brady, chairman, um, no, no. once sold her husband. No, very oh. different to Karen Brady. <laughs> Karen Brady didn't kill multiple Oh, related. People. Oh, she's Karen, he's Karen Brady's uh, husband who right. she sold. Okay, so who is? no... Ignore Alex. Ian Brady's a serial killer, and so is Alex because of how he becomes <laughs> uh, comes up with two lies and truth. Right. What so why is Mario about? Balotelli? Mm. I want you to tell me why he's a twat. Oh yeah, I gotta say why he's a twat. You've got to uh, give me a reason. Look, I'm scraping the barrel. I reckon. Well, he, he's a dick, but yeah, it's like he's just he's thrown away his career. By, Has he? Yeah. Do you not think he's done he all right for been, Italy? I think he could have been one of the best strikers in the world. Jamie Carragher said he's the most overrated player he's ever played with. Well, Jamie Carragher is a bellend, but he's, I think he's right. Because <laughs> what does it, like Mario Balotelli? Jamie Carragher spits at people, so Balotelli might spit at people probably as well. Mm, look, I think he. I saw him play at Inter Milan in his early career, and look at his goal record at Man City. Like he yeah, could he have did been one right. of the best players in the world, and for Jamie Carragher to say he's the most overrated player he's ever played against, with all the people he's played against, played with, oh, played with, yeah, I'm well, assuming they yeah, were together you, at Liverpool. No, yeah, when he came with up. Liverpool, yeah, fair enough. I, but he, I'd probably, I'd probably agree. What I, did I? Yeah, I've never seen anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but he was at a stage of his career where his mind was fucking elsewhere. Balotelli, he was suffering massively. You like with like serious anxiety and like, oh, really? press intervention and stuff yeah like, is that why he turned to fireworks that's why he set up fireworks in his house he yeah. was like do you know what I can't handle this anymore I'm just going to go down to the, the Londis do. buy some fireworks and set them off in my bathroom so Mario Balotelli is a twat so what else have we learnt in this episode let's just recap we had he's uh, a twat because he threw away his career okay <laughs> but he's still scoring goals for Marseille and still doing alright and is he still getting picked for Italy still I don't think he is anymore in the world of football uh, so we've learnt this episode uh, we've learnt all about our favourite top we've done our top five beasts our, our favourite yeah. beasts in football so we've, we've learnt that we've learned John Parkin is fucking terrified of Akin Fenwa and do you know what rightly so but I'm a bit Akin gutted Fenwa would take Parkin apparently I think, I think you should back yourself a bit more uh, I wouldn't really <laughs> <laughs> not against Akin Fenwa so we've learnt that John what? Parkin 
probably would lose out uh, against Akin Fenwa, as would most people. We've also learnt that... John um, Parkin shits in bathtubs. John Parkin loves a dump in a bathtub. Yeah. He... I didn't actually... I didn't ask him about... Um, the time where he faked a car crash to get a football training as well. I've heard that story. Actually, yeah. you can listen to that story because he's. He, I, yeah, think I think he, he said it on, it on under, under the cosh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we've also learned that. We've also learned that um, Uber Eats, and this is. I think this is the most mind blowing thing. What the fuck, mate? Uber like, Eats fucking- apparently will be delivering a ball into the ma- on on the uh, pitch on match days Game's into gone, the centre circle. Game's gone. It's Game's all gone. about sponsorship. It's all about corporate. That's, that might be the first little footstep towards what NFL do. Do you know That's what, what worries me. I genuinely think in 50 years time into the future sponsorship will be so big that when Neymar's grandson is going up to take a penalty in the fucking 2064 World Cup before he takes it he turns to the camera and he says Uber Eats the quickest <laughs> delivery around. <laughs> and you still think people will be ordering ordering Uber Eats. mate I think it's getting way out of hand. It's well, hopefully not. Let's not bring a downer on to this episode. No. Uh, we've also learned that we Mario... We McDonald's. So. We learned that Mario Balotelli's a twat. And what else have we learned? That this is the best podcast around. Second best, apparently, according to us. Under the cosh, apparently. Yeah. yeah. But... We appreciate you listening. We've done the um, done the giveaway. You know the the question. You might know the answer now. Um, but just to recap, it was. Oh, is this the prize giveaway? This isn't the prize giveaway. We haven't picked a winner yet. No, but you're you're saying the question. Yeah, I'll do the question again. You fucking idiot! It is. Well, we know, we know the question. I'm it not is, saying we're giving away the prize now. I'm no. saying this is the question. The question is, John Parkin once played for Cardiff City true or false that is the easiest question if you've if literally if you've listened to this whole episode you know the answer yeah so, so. all you've got to do is follow us on Instagram send us a direct message uh, with your answer true or false and you will be in with a chance to win 2200 FIFA points to be honest you don't even need to follow us just message us we're that nice just okay. drop us a message and call like us a dick after do. as well just for extra brownie points yeah Fuck yep. it. More likely to Why win. Not? Right, you know, mate, that's great. That's another episode. Yeah. Ticked off. Thank fuck for that. Oh. That's it, mate. Oh. You seem like you're happy to end the episode. Normally yeah, we're a little bit gutted. You're finished with it. Fucking done. Right, so next week's episode okay, will just be me, which you'll all be glad for. It's just way better. All right, it's thanks, John Parkin, for appearing on our episode. We will uh, see you again next week. Yeah, see you later, guys. See you later. Appreciate it a lot. Thanks for listening to my voice and Alex's right. voice. Bye. See you later. Say. Bye-bye. See oh, hold on. Oh, what, what were you going to say? Oh, right, bye. Yeah, sorry, okay. bye. Oh, no, bye. Yeah. Bye. <sighs> See ya. Stepping, it's all over. It's in. <laughs>